hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. something out here man oh god there's fucking something out here man what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) fuck it took chet dude and it just fucking Uh you know chet was kind of asking for it he had his pants down and he was like yeah get it and it ate his ass it really did it ate his whole ass, cheeks and all. It was really dude, sloppy. It, it was, was a sloppy mess. It was rough, uh, dude. Was really rough and then just like, and then Janet came out and she was just like, "Oh my god, do you want to make out to me?" And so I was like, "Yeah." And so we start making out. And this, this is, you know what? This that is it, supposed to be your reactions it, to pray. How did? What? Where are we? And then, dude, that it killed her. And then I ran into the woods. And then now we're here. How did I get here? How did we get here? How did we get collectively? Here? So your thoughts on prayers that someone's ass got <laughs> you made out with somebody and then you ran into the woods? No, I was gonna like kind of try it, tie it in, but then I, I'm we and then made, you, had, you and did then you like fun... you did a turkey noise. I'm gonna <laughs> you did not make a predator like growl. So I was like, I don't know, it was a big turkey. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's too fucked, dude. It's gizzard, it's gizzard was huge, man. I don't know what happened, God, man. It, it's terrible. It's that is an actual thing. I think it's like uh, what is it called? Thanks killing. Is it actual? Thanks killing <laughs> is a movie? movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, this uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. you'll be thankful for more than just the mashed potatoes. What did you want me to have this opener be? Did you want it to be boring? Did you want me to be Roger and Ebert? Just like, well, so this new movie, Prey, uh-huh. which uh-huh. is a late sequel to the Predator franchise. You know what? I thought it was great. I'm going to give it I wanted it one to know star. if there were any Easter eggs. Talking about Arnie in there, probably. No. Anything? No. Not even one? No, I don't think um. so. It was very similar movie to Predator, which is on purpose. Because <laughs> I remember this movie. The yes, for people who don't know, sequel, the sequel for Predator, and I don't know what the fuck. There were laser guns. They named it Predator. There was fucking Poseidon in there. It was nothing like the original. It's a great title, especially what a uh, what the movie is about. Like mm-hmm. it because it's a it's from a female perspective as opposed to big muscle clad gentlemen who just immediately like go crazy right. the original predator right um this is about a native american woman mm-hmm. this is a sequel to predator okay uh and it's in like the 17 1800s oh so she's from like the comanche tribe and they're like french uh fur traders at okay. one point um but they it is actually a really good movie i would recommend watching this it's on hulu right now if if <laughs> people are interested but it is just like kind of a standalone okay we're just gonna have the predator come down to earth and they did a new design for the predator which is really fucking cool hmm. they totally like although i'm going to say it takes off his mask obviously the predator <laughs> he's gonna eventually have they that moment the so mask and the, his, mandibles yeah, right, can come yeah. out um his eyes looked weird like CGI's, you know when you like. <laughs> I don't know if you have ever seen the original uh, <laughs> cut of uh, Star Wars. I think it's New Hope, where it has Palpatine in it as the Emperor, like on a big display, and they just gave him like bulging out eyes. <laughs> like, oh, no. It's terrifying. Oh, it looks good. exactly like that, though. And I was oh, no. like, Ugh. oh god. Uh, but everything else was awesome, and it was it was super gory, which I love oh, because which- Predators. Uh, supposed to be that's half that's half the bat that's half the fun but he mostly just like uh lasers people or uh uh, stabs them like Mm -hmm. that's but this time he's like i'm gonna do some neato gadgets Mm -hmm. and starts like some of the the kills i was like the bat utility belt got it all out yeah um it it has the themes of because it's not macho men the original predator i thought about it and i was like this is just like the ultimate 
ultimate masculine movie because every masculine dude in the movie goes, I'm going to one-on-one the Predator. Like, <laughs> they all predator, go off individually. 1v1 me right now. Oh, I, and Predator's like... And then they all and fucking get like, killed. It's like every time I come down to Earth, everybody wants to 1v1 me. I'm the god every of 1v1s. I just, and look at the leaderboard. Predator, a million. Arnold is the smartest one, and he lucks out by like out hunting the hunter. But it was still like machu thing. But also luck because he fell in a river and got lucky. He didn't yeah. know that was going to work. I mean, th- this movie is about being a like she wants to be a hunter, and all the men in the tribe don't think that she can do it. That's the kind of message. And and they go like when the predator shows up, they're like, "I'm about to fight this dude," and she's like, "I'm going to help you, but also uh, it's fucking you guys up, so I'm going to yeah. run away." Run now. away. Yeah. <laughs> like she Tactical does all retreat. the smartest. Mo- Every time she has like a smart move, she's just like, "I'm just going to fucking leave," because <laughs> that seems like the best option, or like try to f- plan out traps. And so it's like. I feel like that's part of the messaging and also why it's called Prey because it's from her perspective. Do you think but that, it is a good think, movie? And do you it, think the Predator amongst his own community is like this weird tactical guy that's like, I'm going to go <laughs> fucking hunting this weekend, my dudes. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, guy, whatever. Uh, we're not about that anymore. Annie walked in and said the exact th- same thing of like, are these the dentists of the Predator world where they need like a release? They need like, they feel emasculated in their day-to-day life. So they have to go and hunt people to like feel some, some I mean, they have all this thrill. technology. Yeah. I th- th- it is like, it is an, uh, another cool thing about the Predator <laughs> is that it kind of goes through like when it's just kind of before it like starts attacking humans, it kind of goes up the food chain. Which is interesting. Like it watches a snake kill a, a mouse, and then the snake notices him, and so he kills a snake. Like it's he he like he sh- wants to show that he's the best predator on the like he goes to, like like the okay, like there's rankings like a human because he kills a wolf and then it kills a bear like he that's ranks like, up until it gets a human. That's like a human with a bazooka showing up on like a rabbit planet and being like, I have yeah. to observe and be the ultimate predator. It's like, dude, you have a fucking bazooka and you have intelligence. I don't know what you want. You're obviously the apex predator here. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> does a lot of funny shit. Good, good, solid movie. Not is like an hour and forty minutes. Was just also like the it was the perfect length. It could have gone like a little bit longer, but I was like, I'm good. <laughs> like I got all the action I want. I don't need three hours. Well, it feels like our intro has going. been an hour and forty minutes, and we still haven't introduced yeah. ourselves. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I did a whole review before we said the name of the program, which is Segment City. Welcome to Segment City, everybody. My name's Will Kane, and. I- I'm the ultimate predator. And I'm Theosopakos. And, ooh, I hope you don't get me. <laughs> ooh. Okay, you're making this weird for me. You understand? I don't like it. Oh, please, Mr. Predator. Mr. Predator. Oh. I hope you don't stab me. <laughs> okay, is this like a sexual thing or Ooh, what? it might be. You'll have to come and, find out. And people ask that about the content of her show. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we go. Sometimes it's sexual content, but that's why we have a disclaimer at the beginning. No, we, we dumpster dive our way through the internet. And we get all those good morsels. Ooh, what do we got here? Something from Wikipedia? Hmm. Hmm. That's hmm. not a lead in. This is just me explaining how the show works. But <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what? We already did a whole review. Yeah. I don't think we need to do a, a Will Stupid Thought. Whoa. Because I feel like oh, we're already like, at a point. We're at it. We're at it. Change it out. Well, that works out nicely because I have, as my first segment, a Theo Asks. And my Theo Asks is hmm. for you. Is Marvel... It's this Marvel Cinematic Universe, is it due to collapse? And Ooh. I I bring this up because I was reading a Reddit post, which I want to just read here as a basis of our conversation, which okay. I think is kind of insightful. So this is from user <laughs> Bobo12478, which says, <laughs> the MCU is making the same mistakes as Marvel Comics in the 90s. There's too much. Everything is inter- too con- interconnected. And it's all billed as the big event. And none of it is really paying off because they need to lay the groundwork for the next big event. Marvel went bankrupt in the 90s, pumping out its core properties like this. I won't be surprised if the MCU goes bust in this decade for the same reason. Totally anecdotal, but the friend but the friend I watched No Way Home with left asking what the fuck was up with the Statue of Liberty, and that's all she talked about. Others have no idea why Wanda was suddenly <laughs> bad in Doctor Strange. Making Disney Plus required viewing is bad because people are leaving the theater feeling left out and dumb it's going to turn them off from seeing their movies 
Um, mm. it, the post goes on, but I think it's actually kind of a, an interesting concept because I think both you and I uh, were big fans in up through the end of Endgame, and then we're both like, yeah, no, now we're good um, yeah. to, to a large degree, and might pop in here and there for a, a single film that we're talking that we're interested in, but. I was watching the trailer for the newest Thor, Love and Thunder, and I I noticed that I would have been all about it probably five or six, uh, probably call it call it seven years ago. I would have been all about it, and now I'm like, that's a long time. No, that's seven a long, years. That sure, that's a long time. But like, I, I looked at the trailer and I was like, yeah, I get it, I'm, and and I'm fine. I think that's Th- Thor, uh, whatever the last one came out in like 2018. I want to say yeah, it was a while ago, four years ago. Yeah, so I don't think it... <laughs> okay, yeah, so sure, I, I call it four years ago. Yeah, call it four years ago. Um, so, yeah, I, I I don't think I agree with the the uh, comparison to... I, I kind of agree with the comparison to the comics, but I think it's to a lesser degree than comics got to, where it was like you had to keep up with 12 different things as opposed to like three shows or whatever like i don't know yeah that was a fully expanding like (laughs) that's there's like a point in the 90s where everyone was just going fucking nuts do you think it's a mistake by disney to make uh disney plus core to its plot progression because obviously it's part of their purpose because it's part of their business strategy obviously but it's sort of like ends up biting them with their theatrical leases to releases to some degree right I felt that for because I was very interested in Doctor Strange, but it was like, okay, well, you need to watch Loki, you need to watch right. the X Y Z, and I was like, oh, I haven't gotten around to those. I have to watch a whole six part series. Okay, so I understand what because like, like you said, we kind of it feels like a natural end to the whole thing with Endgame, where I was like, all the bad guys are like mostly done. We have to come up with new shit now, apparently, and they're trying to like build up the next villain, but I'm like. How much is it going to be your retread? Like, uh, I, it kind of feels. Certain... It kind of feels like at the beginning of Marvel movies, they need like a two-minute like. Here's the background you need from all of the relevant shows, and it has like the little splash in the corner of the show to be like, if you want to know more, go to Disney Plus and like watch this. Uh, even uh, that, it, I I feel like there's an entire industry of like clickbait articles that's like the timeline of blank explained like that or like yeah, things so you need much, to watch before so much work you isn't it? research for a movie yeah yeah I, I see where this person is coming from but it's also like because i watched eternals and that was the first i don't know if i did a review i think eternals you talked wasn't about good. it good it was bad yeah I <laughs> it think was you bad it, it was yeah. it was surprisingly bad that i was like hmm, why is this bad and it was because it, it just didn't have any heart and they were building up just they're like, well, the Eternals are bigger than the comics, I guess. So we got to yeah. have a movie for them and pay a bunch of actors, but we're not going to have a good plot for it. I do feel like, like even though the more recent Marvel TV shows have been good, I don't think there's been one yet that is like a must see. The first like three mm. episodes of WandaVision, we talked we talked about this before, but we're like, ooh, what's going on here? Kind of fun. Yeah. And then it turned into more Marvel schlock. off. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes off a cliff, right? <laughs> my, from my point of view, where it introduces like the outside world of what's happening, and I was like, "Fuck that! Yeah. Get rid of that!" <laughs> but yeah, Annie and I tried to watch. Uh, we watched the beginning, like half an episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and she's like, "I don't even know if I can make it through the other half." Yeah, like, we, we went no, to go. I, I get that. Like, I get that. Where totally. I was like, it was a big action sequence, and I was like, this is awesome. They probably spent all the budget on that, and it's going to be them sitting in sets now. Like, I think I watched <laughs> sitting like the first set. couple of episodes of Loki and wasn't hooked enough to keep... I know people are really into it, but I think maybe that's more out of a love of like the character than the actual... Con- I feel like the character is more beloved than the show to some degree. Is that fair? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, neither of us have watched the show. Well, you watched some of it, but yeah, I think I heard some memes, but other than that, people, I mean, Loki's super popular. That's why they created an entire show for him. Right. But like, it, it does feel, it does feel like the bubble has to contract to some degree. Like the Marvel bubble has only grown to this point, right? The, the amount of yeah. contact has only grown. And now it feels like it's beyond a point where anybody with, who's a casual they're pushing out casual fans which i feel like the the core mcu up till endgame did a really good job of bringing people in it yeah you know there was points where people were like why would i watch ant-man like fair enough yeah but by and large like you could watch the major the major hits and be caught up enough to realize what was going on like even my dad who doesn't even like watch marvel movies like watched endgame and he was like it was a pretty good movie 
Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't know it what was, was going event. he didn't know what was going on, but he still had fun. It did feel like we led up to this huge thing, like the of when I think about it, and then it just, just kind of drops off a cliff. Right. And then it's like and then No Way Home like made but this is a counterpoint. No Way Home made tons of money. Like it yeah, made but more money almost no, than any. No Way Home, the pr- required viewing was like Toby Maguire's Spider-Man and like you know, it, there it was required, cultural knowledge there. It, right, it was have, like it was like okay, you've seen these like key touchstones, and you're going to feel nostalgic about it. That's all the required viewing. You didn't really need to know anything else. Yeah, I, I, the way to kind of go back to comics, like if they wanted to do what comics kind of do, have everybody ha- be like separate and have crossover things that are their own, like individual thing. I don't know. Yeah. There's except, like lower except, level. Like, <laughs> they announced that their roadmap is roadmap is eventually leading to Secret Wars, which is like everybody uh, get in here, uh, all the movies, all the heroes. It's, yeah, it's everybody again. Uh, which is like the opposite. I, there was one commenter in Reddit who was like, "Maybe DC kind of got it right with like having these individual movies." And I was like, "No, listen, no, <laughs> listen, <laughs> no, no." <laughs> they were trying they to did do that. the same thing, and they failed. They literally tried to do it for so long that they said, fuck it. And yeah. so we're like, do a Joker movie, whatever. Do you want to do a Joker? They do it. Yeah. Do another Batman and then maybe have two Batmans. We don't know what's happening with Batman. Oh, and, Bat- yeah. Bat- and Batgirl, just cancel it. We don't know what's going on. Nobody knows because uh, <laughs> Discovery Plus, that this is, <laughs> maybe dates the podcast of recent news of like Discovery Plus being like, so HBO Max, we're going to get rid of this movie called Batgirl. That's 90% done because yeah. fuck that. Crazy. Uh, and Crazy. then you're going to just like destroy the more popular service. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Insane. But anyway, um, yeah, I think what I would want as a viewer, I think it's totally fair to be like, in order to watch four, Thor 4, you need to have watched Thor three. Fair, you know what I mean. Like right. I think things sequentially. Series, that's fine. That's fine. I think have like a Daredevil. Bring back Daredevil. Put it on the small screen. Put it like give him a TV show. Have that be like the differentiation of like smaller grade superheroes that you don't maybe has crossovers. But I just want to have in my head like oh this is a concept. Like Doctor Strange exists. I think that most people didn't watch Doctor Strange before infinity war and they're like oh but i kind of un- like he's here and he's a made wizard man he's like whatever man, right yeah i think they w- need to do that as opposed to where it's like i feel like in order to understand dr strange which i probably don't but like like people said i feel like i'm missing out i don't want to feel like i'm missing out i think that kind of disney was trying to like with it the business strategy feels like it's getting in the way of the content and the stories at some point like to some degree where i mm. think i think it seems like Disney is trying to like have its cake and eat it too, where it's like they've they're like, okay, we've gotten all these diehard fans in the door through 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 doing Endgame and that series. Now what if we try to like cash in on that, having built that fan base? But with a fundamental misunderstanding was like that relationship was already transactional. Like I was already I was already paying for your content and now you're trying to get me to pay and pay like pay and uh, and watch more of your content, though I feel like I was already kind of saturated. That's, I mean, that's just capitalism, baby. That's capitalism. capitalism. Yeah, it's capitalism. But, but, because uh, you got to have infinite growth, but they, you can't have negative growth. I got to go to Infinity War to find Infinity Cash, National Treasure 5. It's Nick's Cage versus Thanos. <laughs> oh, we're up to five. And guess what? We, we found Treasure Planet. It, it's gold, baby. Disney oh, wow. stock through the roof. And the Muppets are here. <laughs> that would be amazing if they had a, just cross over every single Disney property, please. I would love that. And, um, and then make it a fighting game. And make it a fight make it like multiverses where uh-huh. it has Bugs Bunny fighting Arya Stark. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be great, except it's um Mickey Mouse Kermit fighting uh Baby Yoda. Yeah, that be, that <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> they would sell so many things. Wasn't that Skylanders? It wasn't Disney, was it? That was Spyro. Oh no! It was Inf- Infinity Mar- Disney Marvel Infinity? Disney and, and that sounds Infinity, familiar. Where they had the little toys, toys, play toys to life. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. They'll probably Marvel- end up doing it. They'll probably, you know what? As we say this, there's probably like right, like furiously writing this to like fighting game, cosmetics, money, yeah. growth. <laughs> <laughs> but but to get back to the Marvel stuff, I think in- Infinity or Endgame felt like the like end of it. One because they called it Endgame. Two mm-hmm. because it. They got rid of like a big chunk of the cast or like mm. segmented them into their own series. And now they're like, and then are the Avengers is 
Captain Marvel? Uh, it's like it's, uh yeah. well, Miss Marvel um what she she Hulk is that is that anything <laughs> Do people like this is Hulk still a super what's what's going on with him like I don't know. there's they didn't have a like okay now this is another relatable group of superheroes like they built up all those they, superheroes right. and then they, they like, didn't have another set they to, established like, they established the b team of heroes but nobody really cared about the b team of heroes and they're like we're handing the keys off we're doing it now and everyone's like no uh, <laughs> like, i'm uh, good i'm good anyways all the super cool people are, are gone like i don't know yeah yeah so anyways i think i think saying that like it's due for a collapse is an overreaction like Yes, it's, worth it's still of making tons of, of money. It's still making tons of money, but worth a thought. They'll trick me into watching. I don't know. One day I'll watch Black Widow when I'm like it's a Wednesday afternoon. When you're old and gray in your retirement yeah. home, and you're like, I've never seen this Marvel property. What's this? It comes on TNT. Black Widow sixty five. <laughs> TBS and TNT <laughs> are still going. Uh-huh. All, the, all your favorite AMC still has like Good. random like classic movies, but now it's like Alita Battle Angel on right. the classic movies. <laughs> it's like it's like Aquaman on the classic movie. You're like, I oh. guess it's I guess it's on. I guess I'll watch it. I remember that that's another part of the Marvel thing that's hard is you have to in order if somebody hasn't seen any of them you're like oh fuck where to start okay like, so there's you, this guy and his name is Iron Man and he has a cave and he did a weapon in the cave all right do you have hundreds of hours for movies like there's that's just the movies for movies it's that just, are for movies that are all like different flavors of basically the same thing do you like, like it? I do you like this like, one they they have to do the like get people on board constantly because they can't reboot it they it's can't pe- be like uh, they're gonna try to but they're <laughs> what, gonna be like describing, Captain America so, 2? so what you're saying is that marvel is a pyramid scheme because they need constantly need new members to keep the growth yeah, strategies I, going. <laughs> no but I, I think the problem is getting new people in like teenagers of today who were like children and couldn't watch the old marvel movies like we've been keeping up with it mm-hmm. you and i have been watching it in theaters Mm-hmm. These kids would have to like sit down. And, These like, kids, be, like, they gotta get, they gotta get Iron into Man it. One, Iron Man Two, Iron Man Three. Oh wait, no, maybe we shouldn't do that in the order. Maybe we should do it chronologically of how they came out. Okay, so, so we watch Iron Man One, and then we watch Captain America. <laughs> uh, uh, it's too much. Yeah, yep. I think it, the, uh, getting people in is probably super hard at this point. So it's yeah. only us, and we're we're losing interest. So I don't know where they can go. We're the old men yelling at the clouds. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is like people really liking the new shows. Like people are like, I I like Miss Marvel because she just came out of nowhere and now yeah. she's a part of this, which is good. Could be, could be. I I know what's, it, what else is coming out of nowhere and is going to be part of this. Your next segment, got him. It is coming out of nowhere, but I'm not going to have a part of this. Oh. I have to say. Oh, okay, all right. <sighs> this was sent to me. Uh, you were making fun of me for this, but it was sent to me from a coworker on Slack. <laughs> you absolute bum! In a I general have every ca- right channel, to, I have every right to give you flack for this. Try to use your work as a feeder system for content <laughs> for this show. <laughs> Get out of here! All right, this is a in the news, mm-hmm. br- breaking news. Uh, uh, some food news. Kay. We do love our food news. Love our food news. From the New York Post, everyone's favorite magazine. Yeah. Magazine? Newspaper? What are they? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> From August... Oh, actually, this is from Fox News. Who By news? Carrie J. Byrne, Fox News. So, <laughs> they just okay. stole the fucking article. Um, this is August 3rd, uh, from August 3rd, 2022. Hamburger, hot dog, candy corn, highlights new tailgate mix. Hamburger, That's a confusing. Hamburger, hot dog, hot dog candy corn, candy highlight corn. new tailgate mix. That's a that's a ch- that's a challenging sentence. I'm I'm it, closing it my eyes, envisioning what you're describing, and I I'm having trouble. Well, you, let me just describe it with words. The flavors of football are now found in America's most divisive tricolored confection. <laughs> Stop the right new- there. Hold on. <laughs> You can't just outright state that something that just was Everyone invented fucking is hates the it. flavors of it. America. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That was not a ballot question that I answered. You have to do a recount. The flavors of football, which is it, what? It, pigskin? A good old leather on a sweaty football? <laughs> is that the flavors <laughs> of football? What's the flavors of football? It's, it's 
diving and tackling into someone's sweaty sweaty crotch. That's the oh, flavor. Man, this is a sweat flavor. Oh, this is sweat. a great one. That's gross. Man, tastes like astroturf. If anything, it's uh, a little maybe carrots and dip for me. Mm. Nice healthy snack. The new Brock's Tailgate Candy Corn Mix features five flavors. Hot dog, hamburger, popcorn, fruit punch, and vanilla ice cream. What do you mean candy corn mix? <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the flavor is already corn. They it's already had yeah, a flavor. It does, the flavor is sugar <laughs> for candy corn. Candy like, corn was already, was already described. It has the word corn in it. You can't be... Adding additional flavors. And by the way, Brock's, not a company you talk about much. They have I've a never fucking heard of monopoly on candy corn because I, their logo has not <laughs> changed since the 70s. Like it literally looks like 70s font. Hey, Brock's, you have the worst candy and somehow no one is fighting you on it. Just shut the hell up. It's <laughs> and, so, make- and so they're like innovating they're trying to innovate stop innovating no one wanted your no one even wants your base this is like coca-cola being like well we have coke and no one likes it time to make it fucking blueberry fart coke and everyone's gonna go (laughs) wild for it harder to get the new flavor of coke i've been dying to try it (laughs) george i hate you and i'm gonna divorce uh (laughs) quotes the tailgate candy corn flavor profile lends itself to an early fall time frame, perfect for football season. Brock's writes, as reported by Food and Wine. So this, by the way, this oh, article so is completely sec- <laughs> secondhand. It's, like complete, it's hey, actually hey. thirdhand because Food and Wine wrote it down and then Fox stole that. And then Fox and then- stole that. <laughs> <laughs> and now New York Post has stolen that. Absolutely insane. Candy corn is controversial even in the best of circumstances. So even they're saying, this is bad. <laughs> Wait, this who said bad. this? Is this from the manufacturer? This is from the article. No, I this is not from the, Brock's. I thought, the, I thought this was Brock's being like, our product is pretty trash in general. So we decided to do it. <laughs> no, Brock's just said, if you eat it in early fall, maybe it'll taste better. Maybe it'll be more seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> Old man Brock said, I gave the keys to my nephew in a Willy Wonka type move, and I regret every minute of it. It was a horrible decision. Why did I let him do this? We had a stable thing. No one was talking about us. A Willy Wonka type move is is what a a terrible uncle says when they lose four children of the five they're looking after. I just got to put, you know what? You're calling in just, just, this is a Willy Wonka type move. I think one of them's in a pipe somewhere. Uh, one of them, I I don't think they shrunk real low, but I think they got trapped under something. Uh, yeah. So that's a Willy Wonka moment. And one of them got encased entirely in candy corn on uh, our candy corn Drowned room in our, in our mansion. And um, <laughs> he hasn't been seen for years. Just eat your way out. And he's like, no, it's nasty. It's nasty. I hate this. It's <laughs> the worst one. All you have and to do it, to eat yourself out is take one bite of candy corn. I won't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> and you know what? He's not the only one. Yeah. A 2019 survey named candy corn the worst Halloween candy. Yes. Yeah, no Thank shit. You. It's terrible. It's garbage. Survey. One group of consum- consumers even launched a petition to stop the sale of all candy corn. Now that's too far. I think that goes against. Uh, I mean, freedom. We're yeah, in America here. You can America. have some. T- you want to have some sugar. bad candy? Go for it. You're right. Yep. So far, social media reaction to new tailgate candy corn has been swift and strong. "Quote: Fire the person at Brock's that thought this was a good idea." Raged <laughs> at <laughs> I'm the boss on Twitter. "Quote." I guess if you're going to ruin a candy, I'm glad it was candy corn rather than something I love, proclaimed at crud. <laughs> yeah, I love that they're using Go, go ahead and ruin, ruin something that was already bad. It was all already bad. I don't care. <laughs> I love what they they just go to Twitter users just for the roasts. Like, Very they're just good. like, and Pull anyway, from, we have our... Roast. Our Waldorf in the, in the fucking bleachers just <laughs> yelling out jokes. Ho, ho, ho. Good thing it's not a candy I like. Ho, ho, ho. It's great. I love it. 
Brock's is the world's leader producer of candy corn, but 85% of its business comes around Halloween. Yeah, no shit. The Illinois-based company told Fox Business in 2019. So this is a reporting on an old reporting of how they... Our main competition is uh, your your neighbor giving out an apple or a box of raisins. and you, Which would you rather have, really? Probably the apple. Yeah, uh, I would like a nice box of raisins. That would be nice. Mix them. You have some peanut butter. You can have a, some ants on, on a apple. <laughs> One neighbor gives out celery. One neighbor gives out mm, loose yeah, peanut yeah. butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What recipe you doing? Okay. You. Oh, you're doing uh, chicken marsala. Ah, oh, that's that's a lot. You that's need lot. some raw chicken. Uh, like I would uh, love that. You need if some, that was like you need some coconut milk. Uh, okay, I got this can for you. Let's pitch that as a TV show. You have to trick or treat for all your ingredients. You have to try to, tr- you got to knock on people's door. This is, we're going to have it in March. Like it's going to be at a random time. All I have is SpaghettiOs. You have to incorporate it into your recipe now. Gotcha, stupid idiot. Shouldn't have come to my neighborhood. Oh, I don't need that. I was just wasting time. The company in recent years has released a series of new products to move sales and make candy corn more appealing throughout the year. Rox introduced, oh, this is almost more cursed. <sighs> Turkey dinner candy corn. Stop, please. In 2020. I don't want, no one wanted this. No one was asking Included roasted turkey, stuffing, and cranberry sauce flavor. Cranberry would be okay. Like in, like in this one, they have a vanilla stuffing? and they have a fruit punch. It's probably not terrible. Okay, so I have to tell you, I've, I've actually had a stuffing flavored hard candy, Ooh. which... It was. It's bread. It's it was. Bread. It was. It tasted a lot like parsley. It tasted really Ooh. parsley heavy. But I gotta say, at least it wasn't candy corn. I guess is my only thing that I have that's positive to say about it. At least it wasn't freaking candy corn. Hey, these fuckers didn't stop there. They didn't see the hubris of turkey dinner candy corn being a bad idea because next they did taco truck candy corn. Stop it. Taco taco <laughs> came out earlier this alone. year. With margarita, churro, and beef taco flavors, Please, among others. Stop it. Margarita. Please. I don't want bad. beef. I don't want churro, beef. No, I don't want to smell like a stinky bad. beef boy when I'm eating candy. Beef taco is the single most insane candy corn <laughs> flavor you could imagine. Hi, would you like a nice meaty treat? What the fuck? <laughs> quote brock's america's number one candy corn brand has a long wait i'm not doing this right because this is by ferrara candy who's ferrara Uh, candy brock's is brock's parent company what so they're not some idiot corporation decided it was a good idea to purchase brock's the manufacturer of candy corn i guess so brock's america's number one candy corn brand has a long legacy of creating shared moments of celebration for friends, families, and friends oh, when they no. get rid of the rest of the candy corn in the house. <laughs> like, when why they, are people like when Yay! they realize it's been sitting there for six months and no one's touched it and they throw it right in the garbage? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what everybody. I, I've heard that candy corn. They probably just don't manufacture more candy corn because everyone's just passing each other candy corn or it just sits in a bowl. Like, candy corn, come out with Necco candy wafers, corn? and Werther's do. Originals. Those candies yep. are not being manufactured. They're just being shuffled Eternal. around. Yeah. Quote, we're always working on innovations that will... No, uh-huh. fuck your innovations. Fuck I'm going <laughs> to cut in the middle of their fight. <laughs> if this is the best ideas you come out with, you you don't have... You make candy corn. You don't have to have new ideas. Do you they know this? You didn't even have an original idea. The yeah. Candy corn was all... You, you said... Someone will buy our trash. They, and, and, and the market said a, yes. They had original ideas, but they're bad. It's somebody going, would somebody like hamburger flavor? Is this anything? Candy corn. And people said, print it. They did. And then they did it. What? Why? There's no other candy corn. They didn't even go through the good flavors. They didn't do like strawberry they candy decide, corn. Yep. They didn't do, they didn't do uh, they didn't, <laughs> sweet blueberry. flavors. They went straight for savory. But they can't wait to show us. What's next? So, fuck that. Brock, but here's the thing. Brock's told Fox Business, I got the deets for you, in 2019 that it sells sells 7 billion pieces of candy corn each year. 
and claimed 73 million in sales just around Halloween. Well, that's our best ag- estimate. Our accountant quit years ago because we weren't making enough <laughs> to pay him. So that's just kind of a number we came up with. Insane. Insane candy corn news. And also learning the business is like learning Alex Jones's financials, another mm-hmm. topical thing <laughs> that'll mm-hmm. date the podcast. But when it, when you're like, they're making way more than I thought. Making too that's much. That's crazy. Not good. But anyway, hopefully we can make some laughs mm-hmm. with your next segment. We're continuing on with food-related news. This isn't specific to a, a singular food, Ooh. but rather a brand. I wanted mm. to go over... Papa John's is once again in the news. And I think it's long overdue that we discussed the Papa? saga, the Papa saga. Oh, okay. The Papa saga. So I, I so, want to run through the history of Papa John's and their crazy CEO, former CEO. Theo, are you saying that Papa's finally in the house? We're going to end the, end the podcast Papa's uh, in the house now. Please stop. Have you ever heard him talk? He sounds like the fucking Joker. We're going to get to that. <laughs> We're going to get to it. Here's a, a brief history, and then we'll get to the latest news at the end. I just structured. This is primarily taken from uh, the takeout, but I reformatted it to make more chronological sense. Okay. Back in 2018, it was reported that John Shatner, the CEO of Papa John's, used the N-word on a conference call that was ironically meant to help him avoid future public relations disasters. This is how we're at. This is the very beginning the of the relationship. This is the start of him getting, this is the start of his downfall. Okay. This is, I'm we, don't need the, that, we don't need the backstory of how in the 80s he started, or in the 90s he started his business out of a closet, and he grew it to $4 billion of pizza per year. Anyways, we're just starting with him. That's a lot of Getting pizza. ousted. But I'm going to, I got to say, I... I as I've said many times on the podcast, I listen to a lot of true crime and serial murder stuff. But this sounds like when a serial killer gets to what they call the berserker mode, mm-hmm. where it's like they become very unhinged and just start like go killing. But this is his moment where he's like, oh, yeah, you, you just figured out I'm crazy. Like, this is the moment where other people <laughs> so, were like, you said the N word. So that's not the first straw. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's the last straw. It's the last there's straw. There's many. There's probably and literally. Been many he's just such a out. fucking moron. This co- this conference call was was, was literally it. set up to be like in case something straw. comes out. Yeah. This is how we're gonna deal with the situation. And he was like, "Time to make it happen." Press the go button. NASA said launch. <laughs> but yes, he, th- this is the start. But it was probably not the very start. Like you said, the, he built a whole business, and then this is where. It and then this is where. Shortly after those comments went public, Shatner stepped down as chair of the board and soon left the company entirely. And somehow, that was just the beginning. Shatner launched the Truther website, SavePapaJohns.com, that featured a letter he wrote with lines like, quote, the board wants to silence me. So this is my website what? and my way to talk to you. <laughs> it is <laughs> so It's funny. wild that he's like, I have to... I need to talk to the pizza customers. They need to know what me, the pizza CEO, is thinking about in this moment as they oh, the order truth. their Papa John. The truth about the pizza business holds dark secrets. <laughs> the board is... I always love the when people are like, they're trying to silence me as I say in a press release that I've told to everyone. <laughs> me, like, who has <laughs> a very big megaphone, they're trying to silence. They're, I have a blog now. Do you want to go check it out? I'll, Another I'll quote from my the- recommendations on prey. <laughs> Another quote from the website. As I said in a recent letter, I miss you all very much. More than words can express. <laughs> Papa John's is our life's work and we will get through this together. Somehow, some way. <laughs> This is not a mom and pop shop on the corner. I'm sorry, We're- Papa John. I don't feel any allegiance to you. This is not our journey. He doesn't have Papa John's isn't known for its great pizza, is it? It is not. I, I haven't had. I don't remember having. I have Papa never John's, once had I've, Papa John's pizza. I, it, but I don't. I don't feel any inclinations to. Little Caesars or something in terms of it is not good <laughs> pizza. You're getting this for a dollar. Like you know, who's good. never said anything controversial? Domino. Domino doesn't have a mouth. It's a domino. It's, domino. <laughs> it's not a person. It's a domino. Who is the CEO of Domino's? Who knows? But I, I know, know this man They're because trying he put to silence. fucking They're trying to silence the domino. Uh, the, domino. the owner of the Domino's. Big, Papa big John's noise. senior director of public relations responded to the site by saying, quote, we want, <laughs> just wanted to point out that all of our stakeholders want to save Papa John's from John. 
Damn. Okay. I, I was going to say they could have just done WTF. That's like their, their full thing. You know, I would have been satisfied, but they're like, no, fuck this guy. Then about a year later in November 2019, uh, he sat down with WDRB, Louisville's Fox affiliate, to discuss vendettas being set up and consuming a potentially <laughs> life-shortening amount of pizzas in a month. Quote, I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days, and it's what? not the same pizza, Shatner said. I'm sorry, he didn't think <laughs> he needed the sample size. Of four. That's more than one pizza a day. Which that is, is correct. That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of bad That's 1.3 pizzas per day, if my math <laughs> is correct. Not, he's not having good shits after that. He's having not a good. bad time. It's he, not good. So he was just like, you took me 40 times to really coat every single taste bud. You know what? I had enough data points to really figure out Tur- that they changed the recipe. Right. He says, quote, it's not the same product. It just doesn't taste as good. He's out, here like, he's, he's, he's out here hate ordering pizzas. He got fired and then was like, I have to order more Papa John's. I you know who I am. Papa John's flows through my blood. It is my life force. You will bring Papa his pizza. And if you don't, you'll rue the day. I don't know why we're doing a voice like this, like Jabba the Hutt. He's it's just like, slowly oh, disintegrating oh, oh. into an eldritch being. <laughs> Perhaps the most bone-chilling moment of the interview comes at the end, at which point Shatner alludes to the pizza chain's judgment day when he claims the truth will come out in his favor. Quote, I would just say, stay tuned, says Shatner, sweating and unblinking. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. WDRB's Stefan Johnson presses him. Why not set the record straight now? Shatner replies with a quiet chuckle. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It Stay is tuned. un. I've seen that interview. It is. He is uncanny. So sweaty. He's so sweaty. Is <laughs> listen, he man, saying that? Listen, man, you got any Papa John's? Man, look, I, I just a little bit. Come on, man, just a pepperoni. Come on, I, I'll do anything. Just come on, just just a little Hawaiian slice, man. Come on, anything. <laughs> Give me that garlic knot. Oh, my God. But he isn't this interview that he goes, there's going to be a reckoning. Because that's what is stuck in my head of him. Of just like, there's going to be a reckoning. And you're just like, a reckoning of what? Like, what What do you mean? Shoot up at Papa John's? Like, what are we doing? What's happening here? (laughs) In addition to this weird interview, there were mysterious NDAs and TikTok videos of Shatner's Papa Castle home, which for some reason includes a two-story high sculpture of two eagles having sex that is also a clock. Two story high. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> is the clock at the, the top of it where it's like, honey, what's the time? She's just like, let me get the ladder. Okay. Let me let me just look right in the eagle's orgasming eye. <laughs> oh no. Do they have? Uh, I don't know how. I'm not going to question eagle physiology, but he was. Did he see that in nature? And he's like, what beautiful creatures make it out of marble. I will forever I have to capture have this moment. As recently as November 2021, the Papa John's brand ditched its apostrophe in order to further distance itself from its founder. And Shatner is still trying to defend himself by claiming that he was taken down from the inside of his own company because he was simply too good, too much of a hero. <laughs> and oh, now, yeah, that's why. <laughs> and now he's hanging his hat on truth and God. His latest display of saying too much in attempt to, I don't know, win back his empire took place at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Orlando, California. Huffington Post reports that during a segment titled Back in the 70s, the fucking boomer energy is so hard. (laughs) It's literally saying back in the day. It's so big with this segment. The disgraced pizza mogul took to the stage to say, among other things, that the quality of Papa John's pizza is now down to Little Caesars, Little Caesars and revealed that Told he you. believed he made better pizzas. <laughs> he wasn't hand-fucking-making. I love how fucking unhinged he is. He's so he dedicated like, to this trash brand. I thought, is he into, like, QAnon or anything? Because you're like, oh, we'll get into God and truth. Oh, we'll get oh, there. Oh, no. Uh, Quote, we built the whole company on conservative values, Shatner says. Uh Conservative ideology has two of the most critical attributes, truth and God. If you run your life on principles that are truthful and factual, you'll have a win-win mutual respect and you're thoughtful and considerate, you're going to win. (laughs) I can't. I can't. 
Uh, which pizza, sir? Hi, this is a Papa John's. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'll take the Truth and God pizza. Sorry, Give what? Me your most conservative pizza. <laughs> what is a conservative pizza? It's just, <laughs> it's just bread and cheese and a little bit of sour cream. That's all oh, it is. No. <laughs> oh, that's bad. We wouldn't want anything that would be too controversial. Hi, you forgot the dipping ranch. <laughs> I would love if you would just give me some of that and uh, some. <laughs> Do you have a Bible? Can you sell me a Bible? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's where... new at Papa John's only for $5.99 for this month in June. Get the, the Bible Calzone. It's just a Bible with pizza dough wrapped around it. And we threw that bitch in the oven. And guess what? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it, Papa John's, if you're gay... Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! Go to Little Caesars. He went on to explain how five entities controlled our society by saying, <laughs> "Quote: <laughs> wait, oh, wait, organizations or physical five people." There's quote. There, quote: There's five entities that really control media, academia, and everything else. He said, "It's those five evil entities. You can always tell tell when they're active and what they're doing." It goes back to 1918 what? at the Frankfurt Institute, where the what? concept was fascism and Marxism. Unquote. I'm sorry. What was that? The fr- is he has historical. <laughs> I, like, I guess and- I'll. I guess I'll. Go find a pizza As somewhere else. As we all know, in 1918, they went to the Frankfurt Institute. And yeah, that's so supposed to be a touch point that I recognize. What you should know is the first board meeting of Papa John's. <laughs> that's one of the entities, and that's why I'm so eager to become CEO again of Papa John's. I will be at the top of my game along with other big <laughs> pizza companies which are the other <laughs> entities that control the I would not be under, I would not be surprised if he came out and was like Papa John's has always existed. Where do you think the <laughs> book of John came from? Eternal. Haven't you ever read into the innuendos the sauce of Christ? <laughs> The cheese of Mother Mary. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Old story about that, like, lady who, Polish princess or something that would bathe in the blood of virgins to stay young. I do that, but with garlic sauce. Garlic sauce. And my bread. I cut open my bathtub. of that packet and I pour it My my bath is is a dough bowl. It's a bread bowl that I eat my way out of every morning. And I I look better than ever. <laughs> I live in a I sleep in a pizza a pizza crust <laughs> coffin, and every morning I eat my way out. Some call me the pizza pyre. Very felt <laughs> lately. I've been feeling good. I've been feeling active. I went from the the bed where I ate it to the couch where <laughs> I also ate my way into. While Shatner ostensibly keeps making these appearances to get back in Pizza Eater's good graces, it does little but remind <laughs> us why he was ousted in the first place and just adds another nonsensical soundbite to a long list of bizarre statements. I I love the concept of him being like on a ledge, just like, my people, <laughs> I know you've thirsted for your king again. And he's so high up that like it goes to the ground level and nobody could hear him. And they're like, is that, is that the CEO? Is it's that like, the guy from the commercials? <laughs> it's like a bunch of people milling around and they're like, dude, what? What? He's just what? Like, we shall rebuild the empire of Papa John's and there's gonna be a reckoning. And people are like, is what he is announcing like, a new flavor? Is he announcing a, a, a is this is that the pizza man? I don't think it's the pizza. No, man. I don't think so. I think he went to jail. That can't be the pizza. That's just a lookalike. I remember the commercial where he was the Ghostbuster and he says Papa's in the house. Not while Pop, Papa's yeah. in the house. And he's in the, the suit and that was Papa John. That was you know what? That's when he was happy. Anyways, don't order Papa John's. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or do I don't know if it's still affiliated with him. I don't think he gets anybody out of it, but he's a weird dude. No, you left out uh, a a key component of this. Oh, of who took over? Who's that? Why one Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, Papa Shaq's. Ah, uh, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> Papa Shaq. I forget if he took over. He didn't I don't take think over. He's, he's just in, he's part no, of. No, he's just in the commercials. He's in the commercials, oh, he's and he's commercial, like a face yeah. of the brand. Papa Shacks, they should just rename it to Papa Shacks. Easy peasy. But I love if, <laughs> if 
Papa was just like, I could take Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal on in a duel to the death. That coward you can't, won't face You me. can't. No, you can't. And Shaq's like, I, I like the idea that Papa mm-hmm. becomes a, a title that is passed from owner from owner to <laughs> owner. I bequeath well, unto you a title of Pizza Papa. And Sha- Shaq's like, all right. <laughs> all right <laughs> like, okay. okay cool okay. i'll be pizza papa and sure <laughs> and sean is just like in a window just like you can't be the papa because <laughs> i'm the papa i'm the papa and then he jumps through a window and he goes papa's in the house oh no and that's how we're gonna end this segment all right <laughs> on the history of a papa john now from from a insane pizza mogul disgraced pizza mogul which is another thing that made me laugh because it's such a specific sentence to another very specific sentence this is uh another in the news okay this one is of a different variety though oh this could almost be conspiracy query oh this is from a strange website called task and purpose Okay. What I see, I think it's like a a, a kind of war reporting because it has a USAA <laughs> a little ad on the bottom. So that would probably be apropos. This is by Max Hauptman, and this was published July 26, 2022. Florida man attempts to break into Space Force base to warn of alien dragon space war. Oh! <laughs> no, <laughs> it's gotta know. good. No, you have to know. <laughs> You have, come on, dude. We have come on, man. I, I got space, a signal. Dude. It's the dragon spaceman, dude. Space force having space force. Okay, space force is worth <laughs> it. Now I'm gonna say just for this headline that some man was like, you know, who I have finally somebody to call about the problems that I am experiencing in space. <laughs> I've got a complaint about space and the dragon <laughs> that lives there. He keeps messaging me uh, invasion plans, and I'm really sick of it. I keep taking my helmet off to smoke, and you know what? I keep suffocating. <laughs> and you know what? That space is full. Since the Space Force was established in 2019, there's been lingering question of what exactly it does, which is a great way to start the oh, <laughs> start okay. What, uh, what, what the fuck exactly is do you do here? Mm. One would certainly hope that the branch would be heavily involved in a... Th- <laughs> theoretical battle between aliens and dragons in space the occurrence I, of which <laughs> yes, yeah who else would, would probably be concerned <laughs> if the not them of, then who <laughs> i mean yeah that is genuinely <laughs> if not them then who the occurrence of which apparently one helpful citizen was trying to warn the space force about last week at patrick space force base uh cory johnson 29 was arrested for trying to enter the installation the reason, according to what he told arresting officers, he was there on behalf of the president to alert Space Force that there was, <laughs> quote, U.S. aliens fighting with Chinese dragons. So this is, <laughs> you like, had a racial angle to alien fighting. What? Yeah, this, the president sent me. What, what do you mean he could have called? What do you yeah, mean I you know. have a direct hotline? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean you're one of the branches of, 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 of military force? No, Biden? me. <laughs> This is this is even almost more inc- crazy than like oh Trump is going to come back and like take over like that conspiracy. The thought that Biden would do anything is ins- <laughs> <laughs> like that he would know about things and wouldn't say it immediately on air of just like so yeah. I know you're. Of you and, and, I know you're suffering. I know uh, the Chinese know, dragon is least- breathing fire down <laughs> your, your chimney. I know it's hard. Come on, I Biden, know it's hard for you guys, but imagine what it's like for the U.S. aliens. <laughs> They're fighting the <laughs> good terrible. fight against the Chinese. According to Military.com, Johnson good. had stolen a vehicle several days before his attempt to enter the Space Force installation, which is in charge of satellite launch operations on America's East Coast and presumably not fighting dragons or aliens in space. I wouldn't presume that. You never know. So there's a bunch of engineers that are like, we're just here for satellites. Like, <laughs> the dragons! There's dragons here! There's dragons! Johnson was arrested trying to enter the base, his mission having been foiled by law enforcement. Being the proverbial new kid on the block when it comes to branches, the Space Force is bound to get plenty of attention. 
it's hard not to notice that the Space Force rank is insignia looks a lot like Star Trek. But the uniforms <laughs> look like part of a Star Wars Galactic Empire, which is not good. So those not are good. two not different good. messages. Not good that they did that. And then there's the Space Force's birthday, which was celebrated with a cake. As bleak and empty as the <laughs> infinite reach of space itself. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are we reporting on like how bad their cake was? <laughs> Why are you putting them on blast? They had a cake. What do you want? <laughs> this man's trying to tell me, tell me more about the dragons. Or the fact that the branch with what may be the most complicated mission of all, operating in space, can't figure out pants. A technology what? that dates back more than 2,000 years. But they're working on that. Apparently, that links to another article. I don't think they uh, know how space pants work. In theory, the Space Force's job is to, quote, organize, train, equip, and provide forces and capabilities for U.S. Space Command and other unified combatant commands that need it. And it is an important mission. Communication, intelligence, navigation, missile launch warnings, all of, of these, this relies on satellites, which the Space Force is responsible for operating. So they just are like, yeah, we do... Combat stuff, we also do satellites. And we mostly. launch a fireball from our satellite at the Dragon. Come on, get with it. No, we do not have spaceships, sir. <laughs> it's basically this. is like, they do stuff. Believe it or not, they do intelligence gathering. They do stuff. The branch even wants to start monitoring the space between the Earth and the Moon, creating an interplanetary highway patrol of sorts. Sans sending Eric Estrada into space, which I don't understand the reference. <laughs> Sir, do you have any idea how fast you're going? N- no? W- what do you mean? I'm on my way to the Moon. The- you're not you're supposed to be... <laughs> the, the- <laughs> Sir, get out of your vehicle. But it's space. Put your hands where I can see them. I- what do you mean? I'm in They're my vehicle. there. <laughs> when I'm floating. So, for any citizens looking for some civic engagement, it's likely that the Space Force is already aware of any alien-on-dragon engagements happening in orbit. And if someone thinks the Space Force brought this intrusion upon itself by existing in the lands of Florida, man, (laughs) well, it's a good thing that the branch has plans to move its headquarters to Alabama, which is going to be so much better. So much better. Where nothing like this could possibly ever happen. Never, not once. But that is the the story. <laughs> they didn't really go into. He just apparently was like, "There's a battle." Did you know about that? Like he's the, the guy, the marathon guy, like who ran all the way twenty six <laughs> miles. And was like, "There's a battle going." There's on. There's a battle, and now <gasps> I'm dead, and I die. But this man didn't die. Good thing they they got him out of there so he could rant another day. But that's, <laughs> that's what I do every night. I, I go to sleep so I can rant another day. Do you think he would accept like uh? He runs in and he's like, there's dragons, there's aliens, they're fighting. U.S. aliens versus Chinese dragons. And they're like, sir, we, of course we know about the U.S. aliens. Like, is that what he was expecting? So like, think? Sir, this is a Papa John's. This is what? <laughs> but oh, big aliens, you say. Uh, somebody that I could make an alliance with to get my oh, pizza no. empire John, get out. Papa, back. get out of here. There's we gonna be a reckoning. No, not a reckoning. Chinese dragon's gonna come for you all. I'm gonna ride it. It's gonna be fucking cool, dude. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. That, that is the end of, of the, that story about dragons in space, But it, and it's the end of the podcast. There's no, no other segments that we have. Other than one more that comes at the very end, though. So stick around for that. Am I right, Theo? <laughs> You've never oh. been more right. <laughs> I've never been more right. I've only <laughs> That's the most right I've ever been in my life. It's the most right. Listen, you're not often right. But just then, in that one moment, you are on top of the world. You know what? When you're right, you're right. And you, yep. you're always right. I'm always right. But thank you, everybody who's listened to this, because you're also always right. I feel like that's feeding into bad <laughs> narcissistic behavior. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't want to. Never mind. That, <laughs> There's a, a good claim. amount of healthy skepticism of your own abilities <laughs> that everyone should have, including ourselves. If you believe that you could do better than us at getting segments, send your own segments to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City, our YouTube, at Segment City. And uh, we would like to give a very special thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robinson. She does our intro music, and she has other music that you can find on Spotify. So go check it out. It's pretty great. 
Uh, and also leave us ratings, leave us reviews. That would be great. That would help us a lot. And, and spread the podcast to your friends. Get, send it to them without any explanations. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll know what to do. So now the the segment that I was alluding to, list of unusual deaths. Ooh. This one is, is a short one, so I might do two. Uh, Simon the Zealot, first century AD. According to an ancient tradition, Simon, an apostle of Jesus, was sawn, sawn in half in Persia. It was? Okay. Sawn Why? in half. I don't know, but they have a fucking <laughs> like old-timey medieval drawing of it. And you know what? They flip, They don't do it from head down. They flip them around, upside down, and Wait, then they bring it down. facing downwards? Yep. Why? <laughs> Why and they have, is that the way in, they're doing it? <laughs> in the picture that they have, they do. Ha- it does look like he just has the saw in his butt cheeks. Like, like oh, good. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh-huh. it, it's a little too far. Anyway, um, let's do one more. St. Lawrence from 258. The deacon St. Lawrence, Lawrence was roasted alive on a giant grill during the persecution of Valerian. Uh, Prudentius Prudentius tells that he joked with his tormentors, turn me over. I'm not done on this side. He is now the the patron saint of cooks, chefs, and comedians. (laughs) How do you like me? Medium? Medium rare? Yeah, he's literally (laughs) doing bits like that. I've actually heard of that one because that's a very famous uh, (laughs) saint. Flip me over because it's such a killer line. Flip me over. It's so good. Sassy molasses. <laughs> it's like the guy who died in Salem Witch Trial, where they crushed him with a big stone, and all he said was "more weight." <laughs> Gotta love that guy. What a what a champ. But anyway, that is the end of the podcast. Don't That's it. don't don't grill yourself. That's my pro tip. We're gonna <laughs> hey, end with Theo's new segment. Thank pro you. Tips. Theo's you know what? <laughs> pro tips. Don't grill yourself. <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Theo, for saying it. You have I the bravery you. to I tell people you. not to grill <laughs> themselves. We all needed to hear that. So thank you. <laughs>